and welcome to 48 Shades of Football, everybody's least favourite and most favourite K-League podcast, recorded on a Monday night by one sober guy and two slightly drunk guys. No, 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 no. I'm okay. I've built up a good tolerance nowadays, so two cans of lager doesn't make me drunk. Two cans is fine, two cans is fine. I'm just caffeinated tonight, so I don't know if that'll be better or worse. Probably worse. It's like a new host. Well, you kept telling me you wanted a new host, so I thought I'd try and fill the slot. I'm not sure I've ever seen the word host, but anyway. So you hopped up on Red Bull and Jägermeister? Something like that. I hopped up on Americano Coffee and... Jägermeister. Pyeongchang Su Water. So as always, I'm joined by my two erstwhile Korean football experts, or as close as we can get in this office anyway. Um, on my right we've got Paul, who's back to being a miserable sod again because Seoul are back to form. Actually I was more miserable when they were winning because... <laughs> <laughs> just because, been happy. Just because you like being happy. a miserable sod. <laughs> Every time they win it gets, it gets them further away from my ultimate aim of having Trey get a taxi out of here. So the, the podcast's very own Victor Meldrew. We'd rather, we'd rather see his team lose just so that... He can get his manager sacked. Well, actually, I think we should have a... When we get to the the middle section where we talk about points, we should have a, a discussion about it because a couple of people have asked me, would you rather lose if it got your manager out or would you always support your team? So I think that's perhaps something I can get your opinion on later. Well, as a Celtic fan, I can tell you that right now. <laughs> but anyway, Tony Mowbray. <laughs> but Thanks for that, Stevie. Um, on my right, I've got Mark, who... Has apparently been to the last two games in a row without drinking. A record. A record. Um, the Bull Beer Girls at Songnam at the weekend were crying into their beer as they tried to entice you, but you weren't to be broken. They were They were trying everything. Uh, they were dancing, they were singing, they were cheering, they were waving. Um, that was all with the police to get them to come over and, <laughs> and actually take me away. <laughs> but anyway... Um, but yeah, they were uh, they were trying everything so to sell. Dancing, cheering, waving, and then running, crying, <laughs> and then running, screaming. crying, screaming. <laughs> um, I think it was probably because I feared. I feared because I failed the MERS temperature test four times at the weekend as well. I don't think that helped any. But they were still happy to keep testing you. <laughs> yes, yes, they were. Yes, five it's times. It's like every other test in Korea. You just keep taking it until you pass. <laughs> I don't know, Stevie. What other tests are there in Korea that you just keep taking? <laughs> Uh, across from me, not on my right, but across from me, we have Stevie. Uh, Stevie's looking as sullen as Paul uh, after the wheels have come off the uh, Seoul Elan bus. Uh, losing 3 um, 2. 3 2. to the mighty army team. At least that's what I remember. It could be 6 4 for all I know, to be honest. To be honest, Stevie, I think you remember 1 0. <laughs> and after that, it's a little bit of a block. Um, so, yeah, so Stevie's here. Um, He's on a very short lease tonight. He's got a he's got a coffee uh, instead of a beer, and uh, we believe that his wife has actually got a secret camera following him as well. He makes sure he actually goes home straight after the podcast. I've got a tag on my ankle. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Whenever I invite you out, you say, "I oh, know I've got to go home," but every other time you go, out, you seem to stay <clears> out until sort of ten a.m. the next day. I don't know. It's just one of life's mysteries, Paul. <laughs> and like, the reason you go gift for not going out with me because you're afraid you'll get home at ten a.m. the next yeah. day. <laughs> I think, I think the, the thing about so Stevie the is... The reason that, I don't go with you, Paul, is because I know I'll get home at 10am yeah. the next day. I think that when Stevie goes to see Elan Games, you know, he has got one direction <laughs> <laughs> to go. Anyway, I guess we'll talk about Elan a little bit later. Um, so tonight's agenda is we're going to talk a little bit about the weekend games. Um, we'll give you a quick preview of the games coming up next week. And Mark's got a... Bee in his bonnet about referees, so we're going to let him loose for, for 10 minutes in the middle. That won't be 10. <laughs> Trust me, that won't be 10. 10 minutes just sums up one decision. And that part definitely will be 19 plus. So yes. if, there's, if there's any kiddies listening, turn off when you <clears> hear Mark speak. Oh, I do believe that Stevie was chasing a linesman up and down the line at Eland as well, so maybe, maybe we'll get some of Stevie's input on this. Although, in fairness, he hadn't done anything to deserve that, <laughs> so I can't really criticise him. It wasn't the female from the Puchon game we went to earlier this season. No, it definitely wasn't. At least I think not. <laughs> <laughs> should have just beat him with a haircut. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, before we get ourselves into any more criminal uh, activities, Let's talk about the Kaylee Classic from the weekend. 
So the big game at the weekend then, I guess, was Sue one at home to Book. It ended up 2-2. Did you guys manage to see it? Uh, I saw a little bit of it when I was waiting on uh, Career Racing, coming to meet me in um, Yongdong last night uh, for some for some soldier and uh, stuff. Um, it was pretty amazing. Like, uh, again, like, uh, Suwon uh, managed to like, grab a point at the death. Um, John Book were one up. Uh, they were leading for five minutes. I think we have to assume that Santos presumably listens to the podcast because after we slated him last week and said he's been yeah. poor, he got two doubles in two games. Uh, yep. Uh, fair we play. must have shut him up right up the scoring charts. It's, it's a podcast effect, isn't it? Every time yes. we slag someone off, they go and they score. I mean, fair play, five match, foot tall so guy. I think we should start actually selling, selling or slagging. <laughs> <laughs> if there's any players out there who haven't scored for a while, I, <laughs> a couple I, hundred grand. I am so glad you've not been drinking before saying that. Selling or slaggings, that could come out so completely differently if you'd had a few beers, mate. <laughs> but um, it, it was quite interesting. There was four goals, and all four goals were scored by Brazilians. There you go, what a shock in the K-League. What <laughs> a shock in the K-League. <laughs> <laughs> the top teams are just solely reliant on a Brazilian guy up front scoring goals. Okay, maybe not that interesting. Um, <laughs> but I think Suwon looked a, a, a little bit more dangerous than they did when I saw them against uh, Songnam. So they're just ramping themselves up for the super match. Yeah, yeah, they're going to yeah. win that by about So la- last week we said there was a chance, I think, Suwon were going to be about 130 points behind Chonbuk, but actually they're only seven. Seven. So... They're still in it. It's not. It's still a bit of a gap there, though, isn't there? I mean, they really needed to win that one to make it interesting. Yeah. But I mean, I think as long as they can win their next couple of games and keep the pressure on, maybe John Book might crack. But you'd have to view it and say that very unlikely that John Book are going to crack now. Um, the, the fact that Sue One were behind twice in that game came back both times. Came back both times. I don't know if that says more about Sue One's character. Or more about the fact that John Book really had it wrapped up, and so maybe if John Book want to win games, they'll just win them. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be tough to see anyone really do anything against John Book. So, so you're saying if John Book want to win games, they will, except for four of the last five. Obviously, they just didn't want to win them. They just didn't want to win those games. Just keeping it interesting. They've received orders from up top to make to try. Well, what I mean is, like now that they're back on form. And now they're back winning again. Okay, they've only won one and two. But what I mean <laughs> is, they're back looking like the John Book that can win games when they want to win. For future reference to Mark's girlfriend's sister, if you want to know when Mark's speaking, it's when there's when there's complete bullshit coming out. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. It's pretty hard to pick that out, isn't it? That's all three voices. I was thinking honest. that. I was thinking, wait a minute, like. Um, we had to like, redo my intro three times. <laughs> so it's, it's Hyundai that sponsor the K-League, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yes. So obviously there's been a message sent down to John Book to say, make it interesting at least, boys. Yeah. I guess I guess Osan have got that message. <laughs> I was well, maybe there was a confusion. Like, <laughs> yes. We're supposed to lose games. Okay, start losing, boys. I, I always found it ironic that... that Hyundai was sponsoring the league, and if you, I don't know about this year, but last year all the referees had like Hyundai patches on their mm. their referees uniform. Surely there's got to be some conflict of interest between Hyundai also sponsoring. I mean, technically they're, they're three completely different companies. It's Hyundai Oil Bank that sponsors the league, yeah. Hyundai Motors that sponsored John Book, and Hyundai Construction that sponsored Osan. So that's three, although they all come under the Hyundai umbrella, it's three completely separate companies. But, but surely they were just run by relatives of three three of the Chung brothers right uh, I believe yeah. so but they are three and separate they'll have, their, they'll have their cross shareholdings as all yeah. these companies yeah. always do I so. mean, I mean it's be, be pretty hard to say there's any any corruption in, in Korea Korean football yeah I mean you think back it used to be sponsored by Samsung when Suwon used to win the league so yeah. there'd be no corruption there no corruption there I mean has it ever been sponsored by GS no guess that not. explains a lot as well then doesn't it um, <laughs> But uh, I think maybe when the Moonies had it, maybe that's when Sonam were winning the league as well, yeah? <laughs> remember Cool sponsored it. Um, oh, I miss him. But <laughs> anyway, uh, I mean, cor- corruption in the K-League, we'll talk about that in a minute with the referees, aren't we? Um, but 
So there's still a seven point gap there between John Book and Sue One. The other guys who were looking as if they were challenging, we said Seoul were mounting a challenge. What happened to them at the weekend, Paul? The and you also went, Paul, because you said in the podcast that you were like 90% certain that you were going to join them. So, yeah. how was the bus? Um, to 81? <laughs> was it quite a short journey? <laughs> it was. The, the, uh, <laughs> I said 90% certain, so obviously the 10% ran out. Yeah. Mm. I, yeah, I didn't actually go. Um, after watching the Pusan game midweek. <laughs> I'm not surprised. I just... Yeah. I just couldn't be bothered to be honest to take the six hour bus journey down to Chunnam and luckily I didn't because I did watch it on TV and they were absolutely appalling <clears throat> You watched it in Thursday Party or Hollywood? Uh, Hollywood Okay so you, you got it on Hollywood yeah So what's going wrong then? What's going wrong at Seoul? Is there anything different between when you were winning and now you're back to losing again? Or is it no, just goals? The opposition of <laughs> the other team are scoring more goals, yeah. I think. Um, I guess the key difference between for this week was that obviously the guy that got sent off midweek, who was probably our player of the season so far, was banned, uh, brought in another reserve central defender. So you got three guys playing in central, central defence who wouldn't have played last year uh, and just got carved, carved apart twice. But how, I mean, wouldn't you? Wingy, the guy who got sent off, I mean, like, was he, was he a first team player from, from last season, isn't he in yeah, years? He, oh, no, yeah. he came from Tejon two years ago, oh, okay. and in the first season he didn't really play a lot, when he was still playing back four, Okay. Um, and of course that was the season that Tejon got relegated, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. So everyone was thinking, well, they've got, they've got, a, a def- they've brought in a defender from the team that's got relegated, conceding a huge amount of goals, is he going to be any good? And he played a couple of times that year. Um, but after after Trey switched switched to a back sort of three central defenders back five, he came in and I must say he did pretty well last year. Uh, this year he's definitely been player of the season for me. Okay. So I see um, Orsix, what his name is, scored Orbitra. again. Yeah, should we discuss in the red button? That's pretty. How did he look in the game? Poor. Poor. Not really. <laughs> I, I he heard, he heard some good things about him, but I don't know. He didn't do. Any, he scored, but he didn't do anything else apart from that, to be honest. Um, is, he a, is he a striker or like an attacking midfielder or <clears throat> like wh- where does he really play? Because I mean, like obviously, Chana. well, Steve, Steve was, <laughs> Steve was their main striker, right? Yeah, Steve was a striker, so I thought he, does he play off Steve? Um, well, the goal he scored. That John Nam charged down the right, and the guy um, crossed in the ball, and he just like headed it from sort of five yards left of the penalty spot, straight in the net. So he presumably must be playing quite far forward to get mm-hmm. to that. But have you ever thought about doing live commentary? <laughs> when Alan Green retires, Chinese websites. <laughs> when Alan Green retires, I'll be in there. <laughs> I know a link for you if you want. <laughs> Would that be the link I sent you? <laughs> yes, yeah, it's in one year. And yes, you so that, that actually takes Chunam above Seoul in the league then. On yeah. goal difference. On goal difference. On goal difference. A goal difference of two, which coincidentally was the... The number of goals in the score, yeah. yeah. So Seoul uh, went from plus one to minus one, and Chunam went from minus one to plus one. And it's pretty bad, actually, when the team sitting fifth in the league has got a negative goal difference. Yeah, that's pretty poor. That's mainly it's down to the Suwon game, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, that 5-1 game is still the big, the, the big one for Seoul. Uh, I mean, you're looking at the three teams, like third, fourth and fifth, are all sitting on 26 points. So it's really goal difference that's kind of separating the uh, ACL spots. Yeah. yeah. I have to admit, personally, I really don't want to see John Am get an ACL spot. I don't want to see John Am Dragons representing Korea. Be a bit of a waste. ACL next year. It would be a waste there. Uh, like, uh, it would be... No uh, more of a waste than FC Seoul, though, so... Oh, at least, come on. At least, at least FC will probably get out of their group. Uh, John yeah, you're talking about a team that's got finalist semi finals and got at least got out of their group. If you want to talk about teams wasting ACL spots, it's Suwon, based on recent history. Suwon bashing. There we go. Post favourite, favourite hobby. Uh, <laughs> they didn't even get out of their group the last time they. Well, they got out, they got out this time and probably crushed out, as did most teams, but. Yeah. They weren't in it last year. You really wouldn't want to see John Am in the ACL. I, I just don't think that's going to be good for anyone. 
So the other the other ACL challengers then Pohang they get a two on one away at Busan. Which to be expected, you'd be a pretty poor side if you couldn't beat Busan these days, wouldn't you? Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> you'd be a really poor side if you couldn't score against Busan for definite. At home. <laughs> Just click on the the plus. Paulsy's live commentary again on the podcast. Live commentary of Mark being a useless twat with uh, computers. I used to work in IT as well. How did that happen? So Ku Ko Muyao even not Ku, um, but Ko Muyao scored again. I think that's he's been scoring quite a few this season. He was young player of the, of the year uh, three seasons ago. He was like the the kind of the the rising star of Pohang when Pohang won the league. Um, so it's good to see him maybe eventually realising some of his potential because he was rank rotten last year <laughs> see professionalism always um, yeah I mean like Pohang were turning up at Pusan Pusan pulled one back um, but Pusan are poor lot I mean they're four points behind Somna and that kind of shows you how poor they are that's all I have to say. So, I to say. so other, other games then, I guess we can skip over some of these. There's not a lot of interest. Ulsan, a one-each draw with Inchon. Probably not a draw written all over it, really. Yeah. It? Yeah, it's, a bit, it's a bit weird that Inchon beat po- Poang and then a couple of days later they can only draw with Ulsan. Well, the bookie scored. Uh, he pulled it back. It was 1-0 to uh, Inchon. Kim Jun Hwan scored and then the bookie scored just before... Like maybe 10 minutes left or so. <clears throat> Again, it's, I think that says more about how poor Osan have, have, have been, and it's quite amazing to see that Inchon are now in the same number of points as Osan. Uh, even though Osan, like, at the beginning of the season, were flying high. Yeah, well, they've kind of gone in different directions, haven't they? Inchon were dreadful at the start and they've kind of picked up a bit. Yeah, but there's still, only, there's still only two, two wins off third place, aren't they? So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the thing is, yeah, I mean, I think. Sever Jeparov comes back and you know like Kim Tae-hwan starts playing well again and you know and they're getting goals from from Kim, from Kim Chinook then Ulsan maybe could climb back up the table but I think you're going to find Inchon above Ulsan come, come the split I don't think either will make the top six to be honest but I think you'll, I think Inchon could be sitting above above Ulsan come the split yeah still a lot of games to go I mean they're only yeah, yeah, about games. halfway through to the split um, Dejon, Dejon didn't lose two games in a row. Yeah, two each draw with Jeju. I mean, that's a pretty. They, they took the lead. Uh, Godriano scored. It was a really beautiful free kick as well. Yeah, and, and more, more surprisingly, someone who wasn't Adriano scored for yeah. as well. I, I actually, I'm not sure if, if Adriano was still on the pitch when the final whistle went. To be honest, I think he only lasted about 45 minutes these days. Uh, uh, I think he, he got the assist for that goal. Yes, yeah. Um, they, I think that goal was actually, it's recorded on Soccer Way as 90 minutes, but I think it was like 94 and a half or 95 minutes or something. Uh, yeah, it was really, really late. I think maybe the, the referee was playing kind of like a version of Fergie time. Um, interesting that Ricardo, the Jeju foreigner, uh, scored again, another penalty. Uh, he's the Brazilian Chris Boyd, I believe. <laughs> Chris Boyd? Chris Boyd was a player who played for Rangers, and I, for about three years, I believe his name was Boyd Penn. Because <laughs> when I was seeing the paper, it was the Chris Boyd Penn. Uh, I didn't realise it was at the pen for penalty. Um, but yeah, he, he scored again. Um, he scored two midweek against Suwon. He scored one today. I saw him score against... Um, we didn't even slag him off. Yeah, I saw him score against uh, Songnam. I saw him score uh, yeah, against Songnam. So he seems to be a pretty decent... Replacement for Crocodero, the the fauna that Jeju had for, for a few years, the Chilean or Colombian. Oh, um, can I remember his name? Drog. Drog, not Drogba. Is that how I, I Droget, Drog, Droget or Drogero or Crocodero or something. Yeah, uh, he was there. He was Jeju's fauna for a couple of years. He seems to be a good replacement for, for him. Yeah, but the only thing is like. A couple of years ago, Cheju had a really a good guy that scored a whole bunch of goals in the first half of the season, and then come July he moved on to Japan. What was his name? Pedro, Pedro Junior, yeah. something like that. So they also had uh, the free scoring uh, Kuja Chow as well. Mm. Way back when Cheju were actually prop- looking like they could threaten and promise. 
they, they also they... had that guy that collapsed and had a. Do you not remember that? Some guy playing for Cheshire, he had a heart attack or something on the pitch and was in a coma for like three months. Uh, uh, that's ringing a bell, but not for Cheshire. I assume he's not made his comeback yet. Um, that, that, that rings a bell, but for some reason I think it was a. I'm thinking of a. Was that the guy that you guy used to be at Suwon? And then he moved to Jeju? I don't know if he's at Suwon, but he's Shin, Shin Son? No. Maybe. Yeah. Um, and the other game, the one game that we haven't looked at. The one that you probably wish you hadn't looked at? <laughs> yes, do we have to look at? Should we just skip that one? Um, That's what it's like watching Songnam Sober, Mark. <laughs> Mark's out of ten. <laughs> How about we just skip that one and talk about we talk about the shit referee? Um, there was one each. Um, how it was one each, I have no idea, to be honest. I mean, like, the referee was terrible, but Songnam only had himself to, to blame. Um, but it was one of those days that Dodgy when you... Dodgy keeper. Dodgy yeah. keeper. It was, it was one of those games. You know, like, the, those games that you go to when you fail a deadly virus test four times before entry, and they, and they let you in on the fifth scan of your kneecap, um, and you get in and you sit down and you see your team, like, play absolutely shit and somehow amazingly draw one each. It was, it was one of those games. All right. That's ten a penny, aren't they? <laughs> ten a penny, yeah. Um, Songnam... We should have been two 0 up by the time it took me to walk from the the kind of far away end to the Sky Sock. They should have scored two goals, and that was at the first like three minutes. And then Guangzhou's goal was just like a catalogue of ridiculous errors by the goalkeeper who was crawling around in the ground at one point like a dog, um, like a dog at a Chinese festival. Um, he hadn't done a gym late and lost his contact <laughs> lens, had he? <laughs> Honestly, I, I, he lost everything. Um, and then, uh, they, before half time, Kim Do Hyun, who's quickly, I think I'm forming a man crush on him. I, I really do think I am. Uh, he swung a free kick in that somehow everyone missed. I don't know how. It was a perfect free kick. Uh, and the goalkeeper had put it by for a corner, and the resulting corner was played and hit the, and hit, hit the crossbar. So I went in 1 0 to Guangzhou at half time. Second half, Song Nam kind of pummeled them, but without actually pummeling them. They just kind of played better than them. Guangzhou almost snatched a second goal uh, with their one chance. And then uh, Kim Do Hyun decided to take on the team single-handedly and just like stop passing and just like kept running at them and tried to like score and doing himself. And from a corner from one of his shots, he swung the corner in. Perfect corner. It was amazing. And Wang Yijou from two yards knocked it past the keeper. And that was it, one each. Uh, but again, just like with Suwon, like they went one each and then just stopped. I said, fuck it, mm. one each, that, 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 that's fine. Whereas one each with Guangzhou is not a good result for Songnam. I mean, it's like they really needed three points. They really had to get all three points in, in that game. Was that not the problem with Kim Hak Bun a long time ago, though, was just too many draws? Uh, he, like, I think so. I think he can. He really motivates his team. But and they're playing some of the best football. I, I, I really believe that they're playing. Apart from maybe when John Book play yeah, their potential, I reckon Sonam are the next best football playing team in the league. Um, but they just can't convert goals. They they don't have a. Wangy Joe is a great striker, but he's just not putting the ball in the back. He needs like he's like Song Young Min. He needs like five chances, mm. and the goalkeeper is just. It doesn't matter which one they play like. They'd be as well not playing with one at all. Um, and I think uh, he definitely gets them G'd up in the second half as well. I think, like, kind of, like, like looking at it, they're probably a better second half team than, than they're a first half team as well. So we'll, we'll, we'll see. I mean, like, hopefully, uh, hopefully he gets it. He'll, he'll get it sorted. Yeah, I mean, I think if you've got a dodgy keeper, that's always, it's like starting 1 0 down, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I mean, what I said on Twitter at the weekend was basically just don't play one next week. Any man save? I can't be any worse. I literally can't be any worse. No, I mean, I have, I have no one in the go at all. <laughs> and it, it really annoys me that, and this is one thing that annoys me about Korean football fans, and I think I've stressed this several times, is that even after, even after he causes the goal, he makes a save in the second half, and all the fans go, Park Jun Young, Park Jun. No, don't, don't, don't ever sing the guy's name. <laughs> the, the guy's the reason why you're sitting third bottom 
and we're not sitting second. Like we've been, we've lost so many crazy stupid goals this season because of him that I would never sing his name ever. But that's my two cents. Yeah, I guess that's just that's just the Korean thing, though, isn't it? They just like to support their guys, and no matter how bad they are, they always uh, like to cheer them on. So I guess that wraps up the. Yes. That's the end of the the classic uh, review then. I guess it's all another good weekend for Sean Book, really. It's still pretty clear at the top. Um, we should go on and talk about the challenge. The real action happens down there. So the big one there, obviously, was uh, Seoul Eland at home to Sangju. Um, disappointingly, we lost it 3-2. It was a, a reasonably good game from what I remember. <laughs> Winning at half-time 1-0 up. Winning at half-time 1-0 up. I mean, it'd be hard to say we actually deserved to be in the lead, but it was it was pretty even the first half. It was uh, Jumez again, got the goal fairly early on. We managed to, to match them pretty well. So I think reasonably confident at half-time 1-0 up. Uh, they made the change at half-time. They brought on Lee Jong-Hup so he, he and totally, totally changed the game. I mean, for about 20 minutes after half-time, just absolutely pummeled us. It was just all one-way traffic, and they scored three, and he was involved in all. I think it was two assists and a goal. Yeah. Um, so Young as well. They scored three in nine minutes. They, yeah, they just absolutely tore us apart for oh, a good 10 20 minutes. minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was. It was just after half time. It was just complete destruction. And then after they got 3-1 up, I think maybe they took the foot off the gas a wee bit or maybe we came back into it. Um, but from then on again, it was pretty even. It looks as if we might be able to do something. And we did pull one back. It was Jumez again, although apparently he's now uh, Juarez. Because this one was a, a replica of a Luis Suarez goal for Barcelona. I thought he'd maybe bit <laughs> someone. Bit someone didn't he? <laughs> I wish he had. I wish he'd bit you younger. I thought he'd bit someone or called him like Negro like 17 times in, the, in, in one game, yeah? Well, that'll be maybe that he's saving that one for next week. <laughs> I'm assuming so he's that against Sanju, I guess, is there really? No, I guess he's just working his way through all of uh, <laughs> Europe's best strikers and <laughs> copying, their, copying their goals. I don't it's know like who'll be up next. Maybe it'll be a Jarson next as he takes over Henrik Larson. It could be. Juarson. <laughs> so we'll be looking forward to whatever Jumar and Probably would be June Das when he takes over from Dean Windas. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody could ever take over from Dean Windas. <laughs> as he blazes over the bar from three yards out. Juicin for Boston, Jules. Anyway, let's move on. Yes, we could do this all night, couldn't we? <laughs> we could do this all night. I'm sure Mark will when he goes home. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm going with like Juinsman. <laughs> do I dive on the pitch? Not, not just Jurgen. <laughs> Jurgen. <laughs> you mop it. So yeah, that was it. Disappointing. Three two. Sangju definitely deserved to win it. I've got to give Lee Jong Hyuk a bit of a shout out because I was giving him absolute dogs abuse in the second half, and he did give me either a wee wave or a wee heart sign or something. So obviously, well, obviously you can hear me, but to be honest, I think everybody in Kangnam could have heard me on Saturday night with some of the stuff I was shouting. <laughs> But you seem to take it in good spirits. I guess when you're 3-1 <laughs> up, you do. you do take it in good spirits. Maybe if you've been 3-1 down, you'd have cantonized it. Did they... <laughs> <laughs> Did they look like a, a, a national team player playing on the challenge? Um, based on that 20 minutes, he definitely did. Although, to be honest, I mean, our, our team's starting to look a little bit makeshift now. Cho Won Hee was out at, at the weekend, so he was a big miss. Uh, I think there's probably three or four first team players missing right now, which and the gaps are starting to be plugged by kind of uni guys and. Yeah, I mean that was always a fear, wasn't it? That if yeah. you got a string of injuries, that it would disrupt everything because you really only have a core of maybe like 15, 17 players or something. Yeah. Yeah, and you can see the difference when you lose one of the big guys. You know, Cho and he was out. The midfield just didn't look anything like as as solid. Mm-hmm. Um, you lose a bit of that experience. You lose a bit of that composure. Um, Maybe if he'd been there, we wouldn't have lost three in ten minutes. Just to take the average of nine and eleven. The defence was kind of all over the place for... I mean, to be honest, our defence hasn't looked great. Again, Mitchell's been out for a long time. Um, I I still don't really rate our full-backs, although they've been chopped and changed. 
Um, Minji was back for his first game in about six weeks or something um, at the weekend, so I think he got subbed off right at the end. But um, again, you, you don't want it, your first game back after a long injury. You don't want to be taking on Sangju. So I'd say probably if you're Martin Rennie, you're thinking come the transfer window, you maybe need to add a couple of bodies. I think he's going to put, put on his boots and have a go himself. Um, probably not. <laughs> from a from a Songnam fan point of view, how is uh, Pat John Po been playing? How did he play actually in that game? Um, Do you remember him? I don't really remember. No. <laughs> okay. Oh, Pat John Po, yeah, the he number been, three. He was like the left. No, player. he was the guy that he was the guy that I think uh, gave me some kind of obscene gesture when I was shouting at him. <laughs> he's gonna used to be shouting at him, so yeah, so he probably's like <laughs> he's probably understands Scottish. That's the problem. <laughs> so what? That's that guy's bag. Yeah. Okay. Because like I'm just I mean like looking at their team like they do I mean like they do have a far stronger team than, than they gave them credit for at the beginning of the season yeah yeah they've, they've really got how how is the number sixteen Cheon Tech because he's a sole player who's pretty useless to be honest well I mean I, other than the, the ones that I recognise really were E Yong and E Sung Gi and E Jung Hyuk when he came on the other guys I didn't really pay a lot of attention to particularly the, the defence but um, you could tell. They're an experienced side, they've got a lot of K-League classic experience, they've got good players, they've got a few internationals. Based on that, you think they're going to run away with the championship. The only slight saving grace, as we've said a couple of times, is when they lose a lot of their players, they always go on that slide towards the end. Um, it just depends whether they can build up enough of a lead yeah. to, to get them over the line. The thing is, like, this year, they're not going to lose Young, Pachampo, uh, or... Or Jung Yup. No, they all lose Jung Yup. No, Jung Yup's on his first year, isn't it? Because he was at he was at Busan when he went to the Asian Cup. No, he was just moving to Sanji. He was moving to Sanji, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah, because I, I remember discussing that. at the time that we were saying, does that get him out of his, out of his military duty? I thought when he scored the goal, he, he, he did that when he scored the goal. He did. So he he might have joined though, and not. So he must have been assigned at that point. Yeah. He must have joined like back end of last season, sometime around when Emily. Hmm. Yeah, he must have done because I'm, I'm sure he saluted. I'm sure he did. But I'm pretty, I mean, I'm pretty I'm sure, sure he didn't play at Sangju last season. He was at Busan. I don't think he did because they, yeah, because last season the big thing was um, guys I can never remember scored against Russia. Ego no. Ego no. Serious man, he got that guy's name tattooed in the hand or something like that. Do I just record <coughs> you saying Egun Ho and then he can just <laughs> get into that? <laughs> yeah. um, anyway, I think we're kind of tailed off with this now. Yeah, okay. Uh, what about other scores? I mean, interestingly, I saw Daegu uh, manage to like get back on winning ways. Yeah, Daegu, Daegu have been. Even though they won three in a row. Back on, back on board. <laughs> <laughs> But they've, they've caught up to England now. <laughs> That's what I mean. I think just just before we move on to the table game, was to say that that defeat for Eland meant there's now a ten point gap opened up between Sangju and yeah. Although we've got one game in hand, hand as well, so which they're going to lose. But well, you think hopefully not. <laughs> one to Daegu, and uh, Daegu have won three in a row now, so they're they're back to winning ways. And the yeah. goal scorer is that, that guy, the ex Pohang guy that we saw score at. Yeah, at, he scored Koyang. a few this season, no, no Byung Jun. I, yeah. I think he was the guy that scored against us. Um, inspired a few in. Jonathan, obviously, the, I mean, the Brazilians for them are the, the guys that make all the difference. Um, but it was against Buchon, so everybody wins against Buchon these days. Elsewhere. And Almir still not scored. No, I don't expect him to. I think not on the pitch anyway. <laughs> I do believe I do believe there's an Ajima on that Butchon Street who's like, hey, help me here. <laughs> I love your hair. I guess a bit of a shock. Kangwon beat Su on City three one. So that in was in preparation uh, for their victory over uh, over over, over Osan Osan midweek. Midweek, yeah. So it was old. Jonatus Beluso. Beluso, the man whose name just looks like a spelling mistake. <laughs> I mean, that literally is, you're either the greatest player in the world with that name, or the worst. Is like, he, there is, is no middle ground. Do you think? No idea. Jonatas Peluso. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming he's, he's Brazilian-Italian. Or Italian-Brazilian. Italian-Brazilian, which is kind of like... <laughs> I'm not just saying. 
tumbleweed, 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 tumbleweed. Yeah, two goals, yeah. Yeah, so the, ca- the Kangon game was a bit of a shock then. Beat Suwon. Three up before half-time. That's yep. a, a good straight out of the starting blocks. Yeah, although Suwon do do that every now and again. They just throw a bad result in. Um, even though they're, they're doing alright, but I mean, even they're lost four and five. Well, yeah, they're, they're, but they're still fourth in the league with 23 points. That's because um, they're starting, yeah. They're pretty good yeah. start, yeah. Uh, I see Ansan Police versus Anyang, the game we said don't go to unless you have nothing better to do with your time. The most predictable 0 0 draw ever. <laughs> Funnily yeah. enough, ended 0 0. Um, and there's no plus sign because nothing actually happened. There's happen. nothing actually happened in the game, no. There wasn't even a sending off. I didn't even hear anything from Austin like Eston Berry this week, so I'm, I'm assuming he's probably still asleep somewhere in the centre circle. In the final game... The Koyang. final game, well, I, yeah, when I saw this, the feed coming through, I was like, oh, Koyang are 2-0 up, um, must be getting back on form, and then somehow Chungju managed to score two late goals. Um, Kim byung oh whoever he might be, with two late goals and made it two each. But again, that's a kind of, well, becoming a bit of a mid-table nothing match. So that, so that was, a, I guess, a pretty good week for, for Sangju again. That's, as you say, a ten-point gap now in Seoul Eland. Um, Probably a good week for Daegu as well. They clawed, clawed points back in, on uh, Seoul as yeah, well. Yeah, they're starting to take a bit of shape. I mean, the playoff places are looking as if, there's still a lot of games to play, but you'd say Eland and Daegu plus somebody else. And then at the bottom, Anyang are still really struggling. Uh, mm. Three points adrift, although they do have a match in hand in Kangwon. Um, but still, 15 <laughs> games, 1-1, one, one, and nine draws. It's just a ridiculous number of draws. That's what's, what's killing them. It's crazy to think that they were like, almost in the, in, in the playoffs last season. They were like in the playoff spot for the whole season, yeah. up until what, the last two games, and then lost it. That's a, the last game, I think, is when they blew it, yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure what's changed. I'm not sure if they lost a couple of players or, or what's happened there. But maybe some I think maybe. I think some of it just I think it's confidence now with them. Once you get on that kind of run, you need a win to kind of break the cycle, um, and they just can't get a win from anywhere. But we'll see. We'll see what happens in the coming weeks. Um, all right. So one thing we've seen then, and I guess particularly in the in the challenge, there's been a couple of teams now have uh, moved out their bosses. So Buchon. Sacked their manager, I think, two or three weeks ago. Two or three, yeah. Anyang sacked their manager last, last Tuesday. Last Tuesday. Tejon sacked their manager a month ago. Yeah. And there's yeah. been a lot of calls for Seoul to get rid of their manager. And so many of theirs, yeah. 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 I mean, I know you've, you've not been a big fan of, of Che, to say the least, Paul. Yeah. Um, you've got the big game coming up at the weekend. Yeah. What are you thinking? Is part of you thinking, we'll just lose it 6-0 and we'll get rid of Che? Do you think that's... Uh, do you think a lot of fans would maybe share that view? Um, not before the game, no. But I think if they were 2-0 down after half an hour, then they might start thinking, well, we might as well lose. Like, Rather than just try- shutting up shop and trying to, mm-hmm. to keep to get away with a 2-0 loss, you might as well lose 6 or 7 and sort of move on towards getting them sacked. I think before then, obviously, we've got the FA Cup title at Hwasong. If that doesn't go well, then people will be starting to get their banners out against Che. But, I mean, we've had discussions with club management and they've basically said they're not going to get rid of him before the end of the season no matter what he does regardless unless if he wants to quit he wants to quit but they're not going to kick him out so so do you think do you think you would get to the point then when you would be going into the games thinking if I guess maybe when you're not in contention for the championship do you start to go into the games thinking I hope we just lose well then they've got to do something uh, after the 5-1 loss against Suwon earlier this season there were clearly there were like 16 different fan groups in the in the Seoul Suosion, right? And there were three or three or four of them that really wanted to get rid, start protesting as a trait at that point, but they were the minority. So the majority said, "Let's let's wait and see what happens." So I think we lost our chance at that point. And then they decided, right, we're going to keep supporting until after the Champions League groups are decided. So they didn't do anything against him at that at that point, yeah. right? But then after they crashed out of the Champions League to Gamba Osaka, they, a couple of them got their their banners out for the next game, right? But then they went on a good run of four, three three wins in a row, which took them right up to second, third place, which means it's kind of difficult to protest them against him at the moment. It does seem kind of ridiculous to be talking about the future of a manager who, what, three weeks ago was sitting second in the league. Yeah. But what I said, I think I, I was talking about this with a good friend of the podcast, Beer Can Martin the other day 
And uh, it was something we mentioned a couple of weeks ago after, the, after we beat John Buck away. And I said at the time, if he can get the players playing like that for, for that one game, why can't he do it every week? And that's clearly a managerial problem rather than, rather than a player problem. I mean, a lot of the Sol fans think that, firstly, that the, the board have not invested in the team. So they've sold key players without replacing them. So now the players they've got are inadequate for what they need to be to challenge for the league. Therefore, it's not the manager's fault. But I would tend to disagree with that because I think a decent manager will use the, the resources he's got to the best of his ability. And I've, I've seen them play pretty well. And it's as we discussed, what, 10 minutes ago, it's sort of once, once in a blue moon, right? Yeah. The, the Chumbuk yeah. game and the, the Western Sydney away game for half of the match. So mm-hmm. clearly they can play well. They can play really, really well. But they just don't from week to week. And even then they're on their good run. I kept saying at the time, it's it's not that Sol are playing well. They're playing the same as they do every week. It's just the opposition are not taking their chances, or they are mm-hmm. taking their chances. But, I mean, I think the thing that, that the big thing is that do you, I mean, as a fan of a team, do you support your team regardless, uh, or do you really hope or think, well, if this manager loses one more game, he'll be fired. So let's lose that game. Or do you blindly support and follow the team because that, that that's your team? I mean, I think, if I think about Songnam last year, I mean, Songnam were horrendous in the beginning of the season last year. Yeah. But I never once wanted them to lose so the manager would be sacked. But having... Uh, I, I, yeah, I've never gone but, into... But, but, in the same respect, when Tony Mowbray was manager of Celtic, uh, when we lost 4-0 to St Mirren, yeah. the game that they got him sacked, I was not disappointed. In fact, I was happy. When Craig Levine was manager of Scotland, uh, I stopped supporting him until the manager was fired. And when John Barnes, God bless him, was manager, he's, he's not dead or anything, by the way, just, just God sure? bless him, um, was manager of Celtic. He's had a night out with Jimmy Greaves. Yeah. <laughs> Again, like, I mean, I was happy when we lost to uh, Inverness Cali Thistle. So I think sometimes you can say yes, I think that sometimes you, as a fan, enough's enough. And you're like, you know what, this guy is, is shit, this guy is not for us, He's yeah. not, he, he hasn't got to take us forward. I think, I think there does come a point when you just kind of give up, as you say, when you decide, right, he's not the man, at some point he's going to get sacked, so, may as well just so we might as well just but against you. I felt like that with Mark McGee, after we got beat 9-0 yeah. by Celtic, <laughs> it was like, that, that was the game when he should have been fired on the spot, yeah. and every game after that was just rubbing salt into the wounds yeah. that he was still the manager, so it's basically... Well, he's a, he, was, he was a walking dead at that point. You're yeah. just waiting for him to go. And it's like, well, we might as well lose the next couple of games and just but get him out. I think, I, th- I think a lot of it depends on your, on your expectations. So, like, for example, last season I had no expectations at all about Songnam. So when Songnam were sitting like, near the bottom, I wasn't really that, really that concerned because I wasn't expecting to do anything anyway. But I think with a team like Celtic, the, the, the expectations are always that you're going to win the league. Uh, and when you're absolutely howling because your manager is a, is a, is a joke um, then you do want to just okay let's just lose and get him out as quick as possible are you generally satisfied with the current Celtic manager Ronnie, Ronnie fantastic right? fantastic I mean the guy started off horrendously poor yeah. they'd be crashed out the ch- they, they're the only team in history to crash out the same European competition twice um, <laughs> and in one season if I can even be explained it's impossible uh, but yeah, you were out of Three European trophies in the same season. Yeah, but at the same one twice. Same one twice, and out of three in total. I mean, pretty incredible. Um, but to lose like three times, yeah, in Europe when you only have like two competitions, <laughs> it doesn't make any sense, yeah. Uh, but now he's turned things round. He's got the fans on his side. He's got the players playing, and the players on his side, and the ones that are not on his side, like the Anthony Stokes of this world, are getting sold. Like, so he he's a bit of a hard man. But I think he's got it working now, um, and I think that's maybe, you know, like why we kind of gave him time because he was a new manager. I think Chase had time. Uh, I think Chase living on his name, as we've discussed before. Yeah. It's a, it a bit expectational, isn't it? Because in Dyla's case, if you if you do the same in Europe next season, you'll be, you'll be gone. You'll be gone. Yeah. I mean, that, the only thing Celtic have really got out of a challenge is how yeah. well do we do in Europe. I mean, if he if he doesn't get us in the groups, he's in the Champions nice League. Day, yeah. yeah, and we've got an Icelandic team. Yeah, but if he crash out to like some bunch of like Polish cheats again, 
or a bunch of like I think where Maribor come from the, the Slovakia Slovenia is, that not, is it not an island south of Portugal or something like that? I have no idea Slovenia I think but uh, if we lose to like, a team of like, part time uh, delicatessen owners like we did last time then I think yeah definitely like, he'll be fired but thinking back again on the K-League I, I don't think anyone can possibly hope or wish that they lose again to Suwon like by five or six goals I think everyone will be cheering the team on hoping that they win even if beating Suwon keeps Che in his job for another three weeks or five weeks or two months or whatever but having said that one, if they go 3-0 down by half time well I mean if you're 3-0 down by half time then you're going to wish it's going to be 6-0 yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just so you, that you do yeah. get him out but they could lose 9-0 the guy protected on soccer away and they, they won't fire him yeah so I think you yeah, have to. I, I guess that's the thing. You've got to, you've got to make a judgment. And are they actually going to fire them? And so if they lose five 0 to China or something, probably not. But if they lose five 0 to Suwon, would that maybe just tip the fans over the edge? It'll tip the fans over the edge, but I, I still don't yeah. think they'll fire. But that them. might just not have enough influence yeah. on the on the board. Interesting one might be if if Songnam do keep sliding down the table, if they ended up in that playoff spot, is Kim Hak Dom untouchable? I think he, he, he's untouchable in, in the sense that he won't be fired. But he might just. But he might quit. walk. Yeah. He might walk, and that's my concern because he has undoubtedly got them playing far better football than I've seen them play. Um, but they're just not getting the results. And yeah. I think if they end up in that playoff fight again, if he ends up two years in a row in the playoff, if they do go out the FA Cup, they not to the university team, but maybe to the Dejan or, 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 or in the semi-final. If they do crash out, then I think he might walk. And Songnam can't afford to have him walk because he is the only thing that's actually got them playing. And I, th- I think probably Songnam are overachieving right at the moment. Well, not, not, not anymore. Performance-wise. <laughs> I, I don't think they're overachieving. I think they're just playing football the way it should be played. The, the, the way that they would like. I mean, I think they have some, some pretty good players. I mean, they, Kim Tohyun is been a legend that this season like Wangy Joe has been fantastic uh, like Jay is playing well as well like the Brazilian boys have, yeah, haven't given much to the team uh, like Kim Cho Ho made his 300th match uh, like appearance on Saturday um, like he in before he was injured so they have I, I, like, they actually have good players like they actually have decent players in their team and I think he's got them playing to the best of their potential I think that's the thing, that's the biggest difference between Songnam and Seoul, is that Seoul have good players in their team. There's no denying the fact that Seoul have good players, but Che can't get any of them playing to their potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, there's no denying the fact that the Park Cho Young is one of the most talented Korean footballers ever. But he doesn't care anymore. Okay, fine, but Che can't even get him, give him 10%, never mind 50% that he's been given for, for most of his career. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess we'll have to see how it plays out. I think Korean fans have a lot of so should we say Jong? You know what Jong is, right? Yeah, so yeah. They're, they're reluctant to sort of say, well, this is a guy I loved last season, even though he's crap this season. I don't mm. want to. But I mean, but what well, happened to Dejo? And he was well respected and well liked by the fans, and they shipped him out. I guess it comes a point when they just think you got to you got to twist rather than stick. Yeah. Um, you've got to try something new, otherwise nothing's going to happen. I mean, I think if if Seoul do lose, for example, to Hwasong midweek. And then to sue one uh, heavily at the weekend. I, I, I think GS have got to look at it and be like, okay, wait a minute. Like seriously, this guy has given us nothing. Like maybe maybe appointing Chadori or whatever the the dream well, next that, idea. That's the other side of the coin, isn't it? They've got to think about who else they can get in. That's going to be any better. But, but that's that's the argument that most of the soul fans say as well. It's like if we get a rude chair, there's no one better that's going to come in. But at the moment, most of us are going to matches with no hope, no expectation, mm. right? If at least you bring any new guy, at least he's got a month where you think, well... But you, you at, least, at least you've got the hope that the manager might be sacked. If you're a Dijon fan, an Anyang fan, or a Butchon fan, yeah, you're sitting there thinking, yeah. we've sacked the manager and it's still dreadful. <laughs> oh, in, in fairness, Sornam sacked two last season, so it's not actually, it's not, it's not completely it's not improbable that they, that they could fire another one, yeah? I think the only last thing to say is Martin Rennie's lost the game now, so I think he's got a month. <laughs> yeah, Rennie must go, yeah, Rennie out, Rennie out. It's got a month before the fans turn on him. There, there so was no sort of, no, nobody turned on him when he had the dreadful starts of the season. They were quite happy to give him a chance. And no, I think everybody realised that it was a brand new team mm-hmm. that was getting together and the performances were reasonably decent. Even though you were drawing, yeah? Even though you were drawing, yeah, but... 
I mean, I, I think I mean, I've, I've never really seen many Korean fans really turn on managers anyway to the, the extent that they do back home. Yeah, where, course, you know, yeah. they start really chanting for the manager's head before yeah. the game's even kicked off. Um, so you tend to get it more, I think, on message boards and things after the game yeah. or Facebook or whatever. You'll, you'll see more of be, it. It's that, it's, that, it's that outpouring of like, like um, public emotion. I mean, like, Koreans tend to not really yeah. do it that much. Because all the chants are very choreographed, right? So there's, yeah. there's no one that's going to come out and say, well, let's go on a sort of chay out, chay out and... Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean, it's one or two guys who are standing like instructing you. Here's a song coming. Here's what's finishing. Oh, they three more times, two more times, one more times. I mean, it's like yeah. I mean, everyone knows that you know. Here's what we're singing. Here's when we're singing it. Here's why we're singing it. And I think I think it's going to be. I think it's a bit tough for someone. To, yeah, to then maybe start a whole like cheat out, cheat out chant or something. But even then, I mean, it's like I just don't. I, I don't see Seoul sacking them. I think they should sack them. I mean, I think. And I think that they should bring in a foreign coach as well. Uh, it's worth it, Eland. Well, w- what's um, his face? Ginish just got signed by, but just uh, signed as the new manager of Besiktas, right? So he was the big hope that Seoul fans were hoping yeah. for, because they love to look to the past. Back to the future. Oh, well, I think. Uh, see what Vingard is doing nowadays. I mean, I think uh, as far as I know, Stuart McCall and Al McCoy are out of jobs. Uh, Al McCoy. Neil still- Lennon. Well, Neil Lennon's in a job, but but Al McCoy says that I think his garden looks perfect these days. So maybe maybe the dream team of McCoy, McCollum, and McDowell will come over, and they can be like so manager. And then I can and then I'll move to where Alistair used to sit at, at, at FC So and just like throw glasses of piss on them. And but Paul, Paul will be chanting, "Gn, Gn, Gn, bring back Gn, bring back Gn, bring in Terry Butcher." But I mean, I, I think. Chi won't be fired. Stop think thinking we're finished. we're finished. <laughs> Chi won't be fired, but I think he should be. So that five minutes on managers, I think we're on for about 20 minutes there, so we're probably out of time to talk about referees. I know I know you were chomping at the bit to get tore into them, but I'm sure the guy next week will be equally, equally crap, so you can um, we'll let you off the leash um, after the super matching. Yeah, I'm, I'm, fully, I'm fully expecting the man in black, or yellow as he is in the K-League, isn't he? Yeah. Uh, to uh, use his invisible spray to like, piss me off at the weekend. Uh, I'm sure there'll be something will happen uh, against Suwon, like a, some contentious when, when decision. When said dives for a penalty for a win in the 95th minute or something ridiculous yeah, like that. Yeah, like something will happen. I mean, the K-League referees are, are, are known for their ineptness. Using his invisible spray to piss you off does sound like some kind of weird innuendo for something. I'm not sure what it is, but... <laughs> like, I, would, I, I just wish it would just like... When he draws a line for the free kick and he goes like, Fuck off, Mark. <laughs> I, just, I, I just wish he would spray it all over Chong Tis, eh? See if it makes him disappear. <laughs> so we're not going to talk referees then, so we'll just move on and we'll uh, do a preview of the upcoming games for the weekend. Let's take a look at the weekend's games then in the Classic. Um, I guess there's a big one that we'll maybe leave to the end. I guess you guys will both be going to that match, so we'll we'll talk about that later. Um, the other games in the Classic then, Pohang are going to be at home to Kwangju. Home win. Home win, or yes. Draw. Or draw. Or away win. No, home win. Home win. Ulsan are going to be at home to Songnam. Home win. Or draw. Draw, draw. yes. Draw. Ulsan... <coughs> At home to Jeju. Draw. Mm, away win. Go either way, uh, really, couldn't it? Away win. Yeah, probably a nil nil, isn't it? Um, then Sunday, we've got Incheon at home to Daejeon. That's going to be an exciting game, isn't it? Uh, I might go to that one as well, actually. I haven't been to Incheon for a while. That'll be a home win, but yeah, I might go to that. And then the, and then the, the second big derby game of the weekend. The not Chola Derby, as you like to call it, Mark. Chonbuk are at home to Chanam. Uh, home win. And. Uh, yeah. Well, Chanam are now, the, like now the form team in the division, it's aren't they? Like, it's like his sister videos. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm completely distracted. They're dancing with the Coke bottles. Anyway, um, that'll be a, a, a home win for Chonbuk. No, I won't, it'll be a draw. I think Ch- I think Chonam might win that, given that the form team in the league and Chonbuk are a bit. I believe iffy. Chonam won the last one at home. 
Paul's just yawning here. That's how excited he is about the weekend's games. Yeah, I believe John and one at one at home. They could do the head to head and check it just for two seconds. Um, Let's not bother. Let's just leave them guessing. And the last one was won by John at home. Last two. John won the last two. John won the four before that. Yep. So that one I reckon could be uh, a draw. And a chance for Suwon to pull some points back on John Book. Do you think they will? When Suwon who who is Suwon playing, Stevie? Um, I think, is it some uni team they've got this weekend? Uh, some useless team, was that? A useless team, oh, yeah, useless that was what team. they said. Yeah. No, it's the big one, the Super Machi. The biggest match in Asia. It used one to of, be. One of the six biggest derbies in the world, according to some website that keeps getting trotted out this time of year. It used to be, yeah. I don't think it is anymore, but... No, it's not even close. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm guessing it won't even be close to a sellout at the weekend, will it? No, it'll be, be close, won't it? 25 to 30,000, I would. Do think it'll be as many as that? Probably. I mean, they, I've been to several super matches now at, at, at Sangam, and, yeah, I'm always... They're getting... The crowd is getting more and more and more and less and less and less every single time. Back uh, in the day, you had to turn up really early to get a, a, a pl- to get out of usual places, right? Mm, but nowadays, yeah. you can just walk in 10, 15 minutes before kickoff. Well, I know there's, there's been a lot of chat about attendances and you know the attendances being really poor. But when I actually looked at the numbers, I think a lot more more or less all of the K League Classic teams are actually up. Mm. But the ones who have lost out are Suwon and FC Seoul. Yeah. So I mean, Suwon are up. Down about six six thousand or six and a half thousand or something like that. That's their free tickets that they used to give out. Is it? It's yeah. also part of the baseball as well. There's a baseball team in Suwon. Yeah, that, that will have an impact. Yes. Yeah, but Suwon used to give out a shed load of free tickets every week, and they they agreed to stop doing that this year. So presumably a lot of it's down to that. Because mm-hmm. it could be yeah. Uh, that one, Paul. You want to do the preview, or do you want me to do it? Do you think it'll be as bad as last time? Let's start there. Uh, no, Mark I don't mean the game, I mean Mark's drinking. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be no chicken this day, that's for sure. You're not bringing the chicken? I'm not bringing the chicken. Can't no. bring the chicken. Okay, I'll bring the chicken. you to choke the chicken. Two podcasts, two masturbation jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring the chicken. I'm going to be bringing my chicken. So You're going to bring your chicken? Yeah, as long as I remember, yeah. Just, 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 just for anyone who doesn't know, chicken is because Suwon are called blue wings and chicken wings and blah 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 yeah not yeah. that me and Paul randomly bring chickens to games <laughs> should be noted that my chicken's bigger than Mark's chicken indeed should also be noted that my chicken is all I need <laughs> on that bombshell <laughs> I'll do the preview then yeah <laughs> um, I haven't watched a little bit of Suwon last night having seen Seoul against Busan on Wednesday I fear for the worst in this one I don't think it'll be 5-1 again I really don't. I so, mean, Seoul are going to have a, a very makeshift defence, right? Yeah. They're gonna, Kim Jingyu is still out injured. Yoongi is going to be suspended. So we assume Dury's out injured. Yep. So that means that three of the, the, the first choice five will not be playing for sure. Yeah, I think. Um, just, but even just the way that Seoul are playing right now, they they bored Incheon to a one a 1-0 victory. They were poor against Busan. They lost like, two 0 to Jonam. They were great against John Book, but that's like a one-off this season. I mean, out of 17 games, they've been great once. They've been great for 60 minutes against John Book and the second half against Western Sydney away. Mm, and yeah. that was it, basically. So, I think looking at it, you have to fear for so in this one. Um, yeah. like Chong, Chong Tse just looks to be like on the form of his life. He just looks wow. like a tournament. I mean, given the effect that we usually have, I'd just like to say, Chong Tse, you're absolute garbage. Sort it out. I expect to see three goals at least at the Chong, <laughs> you, if we go by Chong or Chong Tese or Tese, I love your ponytail, keep it. Uh, the interesting <laughs> thing for me is that after after the, the game down in Suwon, which Seoul obviously lost 5-1, right? A lot mm. of the Seoul fans came back and said, well, once they went 2-1 behind, Su- Che wanted to really chase the game, so he, he didn't want to lose. So instead of shutting up shop and accepting mm. a 2-1 loss... He kept attacking, which meant that Suwon came counter-attacking back and were able to score three goals with no reply. Would you agree with that, or, or would you say Seoul was shite? I don't even remember the big bird Catherine never mind the game. <laughs> but uh, having, having watched the highlights afterwards, uh, I can say that I would agree with that. I think definitely the two goals that uh, Chong Tse yeah. scored at the end 
were purely because Sober still like camped in Suwon's half trying to get a consolation like second goal. I mean, uh, the both goals were breakaways. Uh, so I, I will also say as well that I think Sober really slow. Yes, like the build up, they've no pace through the, throughout the whole team. And Chomfi says it's just like a quick little shit. Uh, and now that Santos is back on form. Uh, my man Leo, who I've been tipping to do something. We'll He's been dreadful as well. He's been garbage. <laughs> I can't tip anything. But how's how's Jung been recently in goal? <laughs> Brilliant. Um, <laughs> Did he play at the weekend? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm unsure. But I think it'll be interesting to see because I think um, they sh- they, neither team can afford to actually lose it. To be honest, they, both teams need to really win it. I mean, Seoul need to win it to, to kind of like keep the momentum going and get the ACL spot, blah, blah, blah. So we'll need to win and to keep pressure on John Book for the league that they're never going to win anyway. So um, draw it is then. So draw it is. Oh. I think, and I think you, you, you could see one of the worst ever super matches. You could see like a really boring nothing each draw. With both teams being concerned about committing men forward. Um, but that's what I think. What do you think, Chay, now will just be looking <laughs> to avoid the drubbing? After the last game, but I think there could be a part of that as well. I think Jim might just like defend, defend, defend. I, I think a lot comes down to the to the the performance of maybe like three or four players. Well, well, recently he's been slightly more attacking, right? Because he changed the formation from five four one to five three two, so he's clearly been playing two strikers up front. So I guess when, once the team's announced on on Saturday, it'll be interesting to see if he's got the two up front or the one up front. A lot of it will come down, as I said, to the like three or four players. I think Chong Tse and Yum Ki Hyun. For yeah. for the uh, Su one of the two big players, if they play, Su one will win this easy. And I think for so if Osmar plays well uh, and marshals that team and keeps them uh, kind of like marshaled, then I think they have a chance. And you never know about Park Young. I mean, Park Young might might do something. Well, well, that's the marketing for this game, right? They've got pictures of Park Young back yeah, in 2007, which is ridiculous. Which is ridiculous, yeah, because <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's like. They may as well have photographs of me from 2007. Far that's what they do. I don't understand. Um, yeah, the, the marketing campaign, like Seoul's marketing team, need to be put in the same bus as uh, Che and um, Chad O'Ree. And shot off a cliff somewhere. Yeah, well, I, I like Chad. I, I like his smile, but I don't know. <laughs> he's, he's passionate and he's he's committed, but he, he's not but very good. Well, yeah. the thing is that you can see, season on season now, you can see him getting slower and getting poorer and getting like further and further away from the play. He's still by far one of the few players in the K-League that can actually read the game. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, on Wednesday night, I commented on this on, on, on Wednesday night, that Osmar, although it was a very easy game for him, he strolled through it. Like, he, he just knows exactly everywhere the ball was going, what's happening, that what's going on around him. And I think Chad's the same. Chad just no longer has the pace to get back in time. To kind of like, um, they like mop things up, but I can see him risking Cha um, on on Saturday. It would be a mistake to, yeah. He's, yeah. he's not got the. But the one big thing is that Park Chi Young is fit for ninety minutes now, potentially. Park's not been too bad recently, so he might actually play him because he didn't play him in the last one, yeah, at all. I don't believe he came off the bench. Molina started, but I don't think Park did. I'm pretty certain Park Chung didn't play. Um, kind of wiped it from my memory. So it will be interesting to see. I mean, maybe maybe Park could be a bit of a turning point as well. But my my head says Suwon might just edge it, or it'll be a nothing he's draw. Well, you, you two are both going to be at the game, so I guess we'll get the, the detailed report from whatever you remember of it in next week's podcast. Mm. Mm. Yeah, we'll watch the that highlights. Was a, that was an enthusiastic mm, there, wasn't it? Well, we'll both watch the highlights on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> so just to round up the weekend's fixtures then, I guess we'll just quickly go through the challenge. Um, not an awful lot of excitement, I don't think, there this, this weekend. We've got Kyungnam at home to Buchon. Home win. Home win, quite possibly. We've got Goyang at home to Anyang. Quick bit, my, my head in the line, Anyang's first victory in 15 yeah, that's not going to. Fourteen. Be, that's not going to be an away win. It's <laughs> not going to be an away win, is it? Okay, <laughs> okay, I'll sit back down again. <laughs> Chungju are at home to Daegu. Daegu will get four in a row. Should do. Um, Ansan are at home to Eland. You could go to that. Yeah, I don't know if I will. I may not. 
That's a tough one, yeah. I'm fifty-fifty on going. It's a tough one. I think the Alan's going to get a lot of draws. It's going to be a very tight game. I could see that one finishing one each. Yeah, I think that could be a tough one. And then the last one, Suwon at home to Sangju, could really go could really go any way. Yeah. Part of me thinks Sangju are probably going to win that five nil, um, but there's another part that says, well, maybe Suwon could sneak it. 2-1 or 3-2 or something like that. I can see that one finishing a draw, to be honest. I can see Su Wan eh, not winning it, but I can see Su Wan definitely scoring. Um, I think that could finish a draw. It'd be nice nice if somebody could take something off Sangju. Otherwise, they're going to chonbook it and have the league sewn up by August. By the monsoon season? Yes, indeed. So that's it. I'll have to make my mind up if I go to Ansan or not. Um, I may find my way up to Weejongbu to watch K3 at the weekend. Not too far from me. I mean, technically, me and Paul will be watching K3 at the weekend as well. Yeah, indeed. Same, same, same level. level yeah. <laughs> well, that's what happens when you go to Sangam. It is. All right. So the, I guess we wrap it up there, and we need Paul to give us a little bit of music to play us out. I'm, yeah. think, I'm thinking, given uh, Lee Jung Hup's brilliant performance against Eland, we're going to go with Super Trooper. There we go. Super trooper beams are gonna blind me, but I won't feel blue, like I always do, cause somewhere in the crowd there's blue.